I tell them all the time, all the time. I still ain't figured this out. I'm in it for the long run. I still ain't figured this out, man. She says she got the answers. I still ain't figured this out. She says he got the cues. I still ain't figured this out, man. And welcome to another episode of the Crappy Awesome Podcast. Thank you. It's a very special episode. Uh, we are on location for the first time in a long time mm-hmm. um, with our friend Reverie. Hey, what's up? Um, welcome, Reverie. Thank you for having us in your house. Yeah, thanks for coming. That's awesome, right? Yeah. Um, I'm like, right? Welcome right? to my new house. Um, yeah, she's in her new place. Amazing, amazing views. Um, let's jump into it, man. I was thinking about like, we haven't talked um, in how long? I believe it was the interview that we did during like the peak of COVID. Right, right, right. During the peak of COVID. So you had just, your company had just switched over to like, like your COVID game plan, basically, right? You guys were kind of figuring it <laughs> yeah. out. Things were moving. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and as I was coming up, I was like, what do we, what do we normally talk about when we're on? Like, what, what have we've talked for many years now? What do you, what do you want to talk about? Like, what is something that's on your mind? Like, I, there's, there's a lot I can ask you because there's a lot of things I wonder about as, like, a friend, as, like, you know, as an artist, as an inspiration. I wonder about stuff with you. But is there stuff that you, you want to talk about? Like, where are you at in your life right now? Um, I guess if I were to talk about something. Oh, sorry. When is this going to come out? Um, soon, right? Yeah, like in a week and a half. I think. Okay, really soon. Okay. So I'm almost done with my album and mm-hmm. my album is going to be called Sometimes I Like to Sing. Yeah. And it's going to be full of singing. Yeah. And I feel like a couple years ago, I started really incorporating more singing into my music and the numbers didn't do as well as when I just do straight rap shit. And I understand that as an artist, that's going to happen when you experiment, you know, and mm-hmm. I feel like when I started doing more singing, I just kind of jumped in and people didn't really understand what was going on. Yeah. And I feel like the more I'm doing that style, the more people are starting to understand it. And also with this project, I feel like it's going to be a whole cohesive project, mm. you know, so I feel like it's going to give people a chance to really understand what it is that I'm trying to do with my music now. And it's not to say that it's only going in that direction, but that's definitely one direction that I'm going to continue to explore. What is it? What is it when they look at it? What is it that they don't understand that you feel obviously at this point you have the data, right? Like, you know, whether something works, something I'm assuming that's what you're referring to, right? Yes. Like numbers. overall the data, the numbers are the numbers lower. On, yeah. The numbers on the counters yeah. that people can see mm-hmm. because I'm still making money, right, you know, right. but I'm talking about like YouTube views. I'm talking about yeah. plays on Spotify. I'm talking about stuff like that. Right. You know? And what do they, what do you think that they're missing when you sing and they don't get it? What part of it are they not getting? I feel like in the world that I started in, in my earlier career, it was like in the realm of super boom bap, rapidity rap, hip hop, you know? Yeah. And I feel yeah. like, a lot of the fans in that world are not really open-minded to mm. anything other than that. But I also feel like that has been years that have passed. And I feel like now even those people in that scene are becoming a little bit more uh, diversified. Diversified, yeah. And yeah, and they're kind of opening their mind up to newer sounding music as well. 
So I feel like that is what I'm dealing with at the moment. Yeah. And I understand that I do have this fan base that I built and they are expecting me to do a certain thing and they like a certain thing for me. Mm -hmm. And I am just openly willing to experiment and do what the fuck I want to do because it's my fucking art. Yeah. And if people don't like it, then they don't have to listen to it, you know? And if the people are going to like it, then they're going to like it. And people are liking it and they're understanding it the more I'm doing. But this has been like a really pivotal point in my career with my music specifically that I have really had to decide if I'm willing to sacrifice and get some lower numbers now um, for the time being as I'm building up this new sound, right, right, right. you know, and in order to push been, the art forward. Exactly. You'll sacrifice. Exactly. So it's like, do I want to keep myself in a box and keep getting crazy views and crazy numbers on the stats and not really enjoy what I'm doing? Or am I going to kind of train my fan base to go this way and also allow myself to express myself artistically with freedom you right. know it's it's become it's become this internal battle and it's it's been this internal battle for me for the past couple of years to be honest with you and so i just i guess i'm deciding to do what the fuck i want because mm-hmm. i now i'm making a project called sometimes i like to sing and that's because sometimes i like to sing yeah. you know and that's just what it is you know let me let me ask you this so on the way up we were all talking shout out to hip-hop eddie gene flow seven october's in the house um we're we're traveling up here they were just asking me, like, you know, what are you gonna, what are you gonna talk to her about? And I was like, you know, the things that I always wonder about is like, like how's she doing, right? Like that's always a concern of mine because I know you as as somebody I've known a few, you know, a few years now. I know that there's a, this other side to you that people rarely get to see, um, where you don't have to like what it defend whatever art you're making and you're being by yourself and you're just with your friends and it's very loving and it's super sweet and it's super like, <laughs> but it's true. Yeah, right? And yeah. so as a friend, I was wondering is, will there be a time when you don't address the haters? Will there be a time when you've finally gone to a point where, because this is what we were, this is what we were discussing. It's probably super easy when you have two or three people who hit you up and say, dumb shit when it's 10,000 when it's 8,000 when you see comments when you shut down something and they follow somewhere else to go just talk shit (laughs) our thing but this is what I'm saying like as a person we were trying to like measure out like how easy is it to even get away from having to address critics like how can you escape critics right now in the point of your career do you think that's possible absolutely not no because they just follow you yeah, like I have, I just actually made a little uh, Instagram TV about this. I was talking about not, not trying to force people to like you or mm. me or whoever, you know, because not everybody's going to like you. And then recently, I mean, every year I get more people talking shit. And I see a lot of, I know. Because more people know of you exactly. and just statistically. Exactly. Right. So, and I know that there's always going to be people that talk shit. There's every artist gets shit talked to them, but I feel like some artists get more shit talked to them. And I feel like I am one of those artists. And that's just from what I see. But you check a lot of boxes, no? Right? I check a lot of boxes. You talk a little about, uh, (laughs) you don't make traditional music. You're usually outside of the box, right? You're Mm. constantly trying to push it. This is what it is. It's 
I feel like when you make something that's considered polarizing, right? Either a lot of people love it or a lot of people hate it. That's usually where the genius exists. And Eddie said something to me the other day. Well, me just stressing about something, right? Some artistic stuff. And he's like, the messenger always suffers. Yeah. Like, it's just, that is the job you're, you're doing. You get inspiration that comes from wherever you believe it comes from, comes through you out to the world. And that is what it sounds like. A lot of people don't understand like, well, why don't you just change it? That is what is coming through you. That is what yeah. you sound like. And I think as artists, a lot of the times the challenge is to get exactly what you sound like in front of the people and then also have to deal with them going, well, I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't like the way you are as an actual person is what they're basically saying. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. So what would have to happen to escape that? Like to escape that constant barrage. The only way to escape criticism is to quit. Yeah. That's yeah. It. Like either, either I die or I quit either. That's it. Those are the only options. So obviously those, if I die, I die. Fuck it. Mm -hmm. You know, like you guys will have to deal with it. You know, like I'm chilling if I die, but if I'm not going to quit, you know, yeah. if I don't die, I'm definitely not going to quit. I'm not going to quit anytime soon. I have no plans of quitting or taking a break or anything like that right. anytime soon. Um, in a few years, maybe that will change, you know, but as of now, I'm just going to keep, just going to keep, keep rolling. How do you rolling. not, how do you not, um, hurt too much? With the criticism? Yeah. Just with things, I'm sure you hear, dude, you've shown me like messages you've gotten. You show me stuff like, I can't imagine that at, at, as you get bigger, more people start doing that. There's always going to be a percentage. That percentage grows with the same percentage as your your diehard fans a lot of times, right? Oh, yeah. But mm -hmm. that's what I'm saying. As a person, you're still a person, you know, like that shit, does it still hurt? Like, do you go to bed sometimes going like, damn, that was fucked up, that thing that somebody said. Like, do you, does that still happen to you? That still happens to me. Yeah. And it's most, <clears throat> it's most of the time not like one specific comment, mm -hmm. you know, like off top right now, I can't remember something that somebody said recently because I don't care that much, you mm -hmm. know, but it's usually more like a buildup of like, sometimes I just have bad days online. Like people are just really vicious for yeah. like a few days or a day or whatever. And, and I, like I said, I can't even remember the comments at the end of the day. I just remember how they made me feel, right. you know? And right. I, and I just like, Oh, like I can't believe people could say that, you know, or like, I'm just annoyed or like, shut the fuck up. Or like, you would never say it on my face, you know? And then I have to always tell myself, like, sometimes I write back, 99 out of 100 times, I don't write back. Yeah. But I have to read what they said and then just, <clears throat> just you know, brush it off. But mm -hmm. I'm human, so sometimes it's hard to brush it off, you know. And usually what I'll do is just tell somebody that, yeah. I, that I can confide in. And you, you know what? I had a really hard day today online. <laughs> and I'll just tell them what happened and, and they'll just. Who is that for you right now? Um, do you have a good network to like. Is that, is that, does that always exist in your life? Or are there times when you're just, you don't even have that? Like? I feel like if I'm going to be honest with myself mm -hmm. um, and with my loved ones, it's always there, yeah. you know? And I feel like that's the case with everybody. We all have people to reach out to when we're upset or when we're depressed or when we're angry or confused, but that's the, that's the easy part. You know, we all have our loved ones, but the hard part is, being vulnerable enough yeah. for me to tell somebody, hey, you know what? I know this sounds really stupid, mm -hmm. but, but I had a, me. Yeah, but me. I had a really hard time and everyone's been talking shit to me for the past three days. 
and I'm just fucking fed up, you know? And then they're just, whoever it is in my close circle will just basically give me a pep talk and just remind me that these motherfuckers would never say this shit in my face, first of all. Second of all, it's not even about me. You know, right. this person is having a bad day, yeah. a bad week, they're a bad month, somehow. a bad year. Yes. Yeah. And they're just taking it out on me, you know, and, and it is what it is. You know, it comes to the territory. And, and luckily, um, I have people in my circle that don't just say, that's what you signed up for. Right. You know, because right. although that is true. Yeah. That's not what I need to hear at that moment. No. Because we all know that's what I signed up for. But if I'm coming to you and I have a problem, luckily, I'm very blessed in my life. I have people that don't make me feel worse than I already feel when I feel bad. Was it always like that? Or did you, was there a level of education that you had to educate the people around you? Because I'm assuming not, they're not always over your shoulder when, when you're looking at stuff. So... Uh, yeah, I can see, like, even as you were saying it, I was like, yeah, that's got to be tough on, like, family who kind of understand what you're going, but they don't really know, you <laughs> yeah, know? they don't really right. know. Right, so did you, was, there a, was there a moment throughout <laughs> your career where you kind of did have to, like, with each person go, like, hey, you know, sometimes I'm going to be like this, and it's not personal, it's not whatever, it's part of being an artist, and there's nothing we can do about it. Like, you can't even protect me. Really. Yeah. You know, because that's, that's the thing that, as a as, like as somebody who cares about you, it, it's hard to watch that stuff and go like, man, I f you could just tell that person shut the fuck like you're not you don't even you're not making any sense at all. Yeah. It's obvious that you're looking to hurt somebody. Like it's yeah. obvious, right? Yeah. And so one of the things that we got to see um, at Platform Collection was kind of the behind the scenes of one of your tours. And I don't know if we've ever talked about this, but there was. A moment with the Oakland tour, right? With the with the, with the Oakland tour, stop yeah. when we uh -huh. had to cancel it, uh huh. Because you were getting threats, like it was a legitimate threat that happened. And this is why I I was thinking about that question because I was like, yeah, how do you escape it? If she hadn't read that message, none of us would have known that that might have happened. Something really bad happened. Yeah. Right. It, and there was a it was a, a credible threat, a death threat to the night. Right. Yeah. And, yeah, and 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 upon multiple upon everybody really in the, yeah. in the venue. Um, and you had to read that through messages. And that was, that kind of answered our question. We're like, Oh yeah, well, I guess you can't turn off the messages. Cause then some, there could be some information that's in there. Somebody could say, Hey, if at your next video shoot, I'm going to shoot you. If you don't see that, or if you're like, I just don't pay attention, you could really get hurt. Yeah. And so you can't turn it off. It's, it seems like I, that's why I want, I was, I was wondering if there was something that we were missing in thinking about that, like, is there a, a trick? Like, is there a trick to like, just be uh, completely away from that pain and that, that energy that you're getting, but there's not. There's absolutely not. There's absolutely yeah. not. Like I hear some artists say, Oh, I don't read the comments, but honestly, first of all, I don't believe that. Right, right, first of right. all, I don't believe that. Um, and second of all, um, I mean, also, it's good to read the comments. You know, not all the comments are talking shit. Right. There's a, every, a lot of love. 99 out of 100 right. comments is love. Yeah. yeah. It's like that's, you know, it's not like everybody's coming coming at me sideways, you know, but it is definitely something that I've had to deal with since I started making music. And even before that, mm. you know, people, I've always had haters. Oh, that's what I was saying on my IGTV. I've always had haters ever since I was a little kid. I'm sure everybody else yeah. has too. You know, we always have haters. And I feel like. Maybe, I guess it's just my personality. I know I have a strong personality. 
Um, and that riles people up because even when I was in high school, like I know everybody has haters, but I had more haters than the average person, you yeah. know? And then when I started making music, I see other, other rappers pages and they don't guess people on their pages. Like I do talking shit. And I don't know, I guess it's just like what you said, like I'm, I'm polarizing. I do polarizing things mm-hmm. and whether it's planned or not, I guess that's just kind of part of my personality, you know? And so then like addressing them. Mm-hmm. Right. You addressing them. Does that play into it? Do you when you address the haters, do you feel like there's times where they're getting like they feel like they're getting permission to argue back? Is that you know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I wonder about, because I like again, when I've seen you, you know, have to address something on there. I'm, I, I, I look at it and I wonder, I'm like, man, is there how do you how do you just because you're killing it, man. Thank you. You're killing it. it, it Whatever they're saying is obviously wrong. Yeah. It's, it's being proven <laughs> daily, all day, every yeah. day. It's been proven wrong. So it's almost like, how long can you talk to the dumb person? You know what I mean? Like, how long, how long does that happen before it starts to dent your own armor in that it's just a lot for any human being, much less somebody who's been grinding her whole life? I wonder, like, in the future, is that, like, does that mean we're going to get a break from Reverie where Reverie's like, fuck you guys, I'm out for a minute. Like, I can't take this anymore. Those are all the things that I wonder about. And when I was thinking about what to talk to you about, that's the kind of stuff that I, I'm, I'm, I'm actually concerned with, right? Like, is I have taken a break. Yeah. I have taken breaks before. And does it work? Does it help? Um, you know, it, it, it does help. you like to work. I like to work. You're a workaholic, really. Yeah. Yeah. I... I have taken breaks before. It's not been for like a couple years, but I guess um, when I need to do it, I'll do it. Mm. You know, and like I said, it's been a couple years. And in that couple years, I've gotten to really get my mind right and build up my confidence. Mm. And um, really it's hard just, to picture you not confident. Bro. It's hard to picture that. Picture me what? Not, not confident. confident. Yeah. Oh, I know. It's, it's so funny. hard. It's funny when people say that. Yeah. yeah. But how often does that thought pop into your head? Like not having enough confidence yeah. to be myself 100% every day. Every day. Every day, it's every, every hour. Every yeah. hour. My whole life is, not my whole life, for sure not my whole life, but a lot of my life is broadcasted and has been for the last 10 years of my life. So um, having eyes on me is very it gives me a lot of pressure, you know, and I know everybody has pressure and I just tell people sometimes it's make this comparison. Like you have your life and you have everybody in your life, your family, your friends, and there's a lot of gossip, you know, and that's just how life is. Mm -hmm. So imagine like the stress that you deal with gossiping from your friends and family sometimes, or your neighbors or whoever your business partners, whatever. Multiply by a million. Yeah. Multiply (laughs) it by how many followers do I have just on Instagram? Like 140,000. Yeah. So times your problems in your life, gossiping and shit talking times 140,000. And that's only on my Instagram. So that's my life. Yeah. You know? So, um, it's really, uh, something that I have to constantly, uh, work on my, my self esteem and my confidence and my vision, keeping my vision strong and, learning how to brush, brush that shit off and just understanding when people say mean things online is because they're having a bad day, like I said, or a bad, a bad year, a bad whatever. Yeah. I make them realize that they are seriously slacking in some area of their life. You, you act as a mirror for a lot of people, yes. right? And yes. because of that, 
that those people are already hurting. They see that they're reminded of maybe things they're not doing or things they'd like to do or just resentment in having to be reminded that they're not doing that. Right. Yes. And it seems so weird that in this day and time when that idea of, of fandom, right. I don't, I don't feel like it's a strange idea. I feel like a lot of people who live on social media, which is the majority of the planet, understand these concepts. So mm-hmm. it's very hard for me, again, when I see them go through it, I wonder, like, is that a, is that like a social, is that, that person could be a sociopath because it seems like they want to hurt people and this is their easiest way to do it and they're, and they're just shooting as many bullets as possible. Hopefully one, hopefully she'll go, what, you know what, fuck you. And they're like, yeah, fuck yeah, I made yeah. her hurt. And it mm. seems like they spend a lot of time on that and that's why I wonder like, I wonder if she sees that and goes like, nah, I'm not going to, I see what you, I see what you fucking guys are doing. Like, yeah, you want me to go. Yeah. Fuck you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the time it's easy to do that. You yeah. Know? But sometimes I, I understand. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, we thought about it like, again, with that situation, just in Oakland, I was just like, yeah, that was a life, a life changing. It could have been a life changing, very tragic moment. Literally. If she just hadn't checked her messages. Like, yeah. And it wasn't even me that saw that. It was right. my team. Right. You know, because I I, I don't read all the comments. Yeah. I don't read all the emails. It's impossible. Um, but is there somebody doing that? Yeah. Okay, my team cool. My team is... We were we were wondering that. Yeah. Like, we're, we're like, I wonder whose job that is to have to go through and go like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because you get sent some shit. Okay. Um, we get sent a lot of shit. I want to mm-hmm. talk about OnlyFans. Okay, yeah. I want to know um, what was the thought process at the beginning of it? What was the ultimate decision to do it? Um, and how has like the business model been so far? So basically I have been seeing OnlyFans for like a couple years, two, three years or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um I knew what it was, you know, it was like uh people using it for porn and news and stuff. Right. And so, you know, that's well the adult industry they were using it the most. Yeah. Right. You can do whatever you want on there, right. but obviously people do it for, you know, usually adult content. So mm-hmm. I I saw it being used and I said, okay, that's cool. You know, it's not really my thing, but I don't give a fuck. People could do whatever the fuck they want, you right. know? And then eventually this one day I was on Twitter and then I saw this girl tweet, oh, people think I have nudes on my OnlyFans. All it is is me in my bikini, pictures like this. And then it was like her in a bikini and like maybe her toes or something. And I was like, oh, okay, that's. That's that's interesting. I never heard somebody using it like not with nudes. I thought it was only for yeah, porn. Yeah, yeah. And then I was just whatever that happened. And then I saw another girl tweeting, "Oh, this is my OnlyFans content. It's just like lingerie shit." And then this is you know. And then I started getting curious. But I was like, "Oh shit!" So you don't have to do nudes or porn to be on OnlyFans. Like that's cool. Okay, let me think about it. And then um, I I guess I was thinking about doing it. And then, not that I knew they didn't have to do, like, nudes, but um, basically, I just, I just came to this realization one day that all the girls who are where I want to be at the top of the music industry are half naked, mm-hmm. okay? All, all the top rappers, females, are half naked. They're all in fucking thongs. They're all shaking their ass. They're all just doing, just doing, doing that, you know? Yeah. Like... Um, sex sells, you know, mm-hmm. and beauty is a very strong tool, 
that I decided to use. I have built this empire off of not really being sexual at all pretty much over the past few years. Mm -hmm. And I built an empire off that shit. So I don't even need to use my looks. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I decided that, well, I'm going to be there where they are eventually. So I might as well start doing it, using my body now. Because I'm going to be there where Meg Thee Stallion is, where mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj is, where Cardi B is, For where sure. Lady Gaga is. You know, they're all just, they just use their body because they have beautiful bodies. And I work hard to look like this. And I saw a lane that was open and that I decided I wanted to experiment with. And that was really the last straw. That, that's like the, it in a nutshell. But I thought about it for months. I did a lot of research about it. Um, I thought about all the possible possible outcomes. I had to think about what was going to be the aftermath of me doing this and like the negative aftermath, you know, which I definitely do deal with. Um, So yeah, that was just the last straw in my head. I was like, you know what? Meg the Stallion's right here twerking in a thong on her Instagram every day. Like, I think I'm about to get, get some fucking money for showing my body, Yeah, you know? And, And that's just what I do on OnlyFans. I take pictures in lingerie. I take pictures in bathing suits, take pictures on my toes. Like, you know, like shit like that. And people, people are eating it up. I'm making a shitload of money on there. It I'm making like a it. shitload of money. Yeah. So it's cool. And I'm, I'm not doing porn or nudes, but my pictures are really sexy. My pictures are very sexy. And it's just something that people enjoy from me. You do you know? like, do you like it? Are you like, because that's the other thing is we've also been able to see you grow into a woman Yeah. from, you know, people legitimately started as a kid. Like you were a young yeah. kid. I was a teenager right. when I started making music. And then there was, it seems like there was a part of your career where you did start stepping into your womanhood and going yeah. like, yeah, I am a woman. This mm-hmm. is how I feel. And you even started talking more about that stuff. So the natural transition into this of, of what you represent as freedom to do, to manage your own self. Yeah. Right. To manage your own sexuality, to not have anybody take over that not speak for that. You're taking control of that completely by doing this. Yeah. The ripple effect that it had through the industry, right. Was evident. I, I watched it. I more within, within the radius of the things we all do more only fans popped up than it had ever before after they saw you having some success, success on it. Yeah. And I've also noticed that the opinion has changed on it. Mm-hmm. Some of the opinion from a, a lot of the um, traditionalists, right? People in the industry are traditionalists, start off with immediate hate. Yeah. And now I've even heard their conversation starting to go into mm-hmm. like, well, you know, I date a girl who's in it and it's not that bad. I get what yeah. it is. But you have, a, you have a big part of that. Like, I, I mean, I know that's, that doesn't sound crazy to you. You know that, right? Like, you do have a big part of that conversation happening. Right. I mean, I, I mean, I, I thought so, but yes. I haven't really heard anybody tell me yes. that. You well, I'm know? telling you, it's our yeah. job to like we part of our job is to pay attention to this shit. That is absolutely happening. Um, <laughs> so I'm wondering if now that you're doing, have you seen like what is that? Where does it evolve to? Do you what what is the process? Walk us through the process for a customer, new customer. What do they do? So basically. You subscribe to my OnlyFans mm-hmm. and then you can chat with me. And I have exclusive content that's only available on my OnlyFans that right. I don't post on Instagram or YouTube or Twitter or anywhere. Right. And sometimes people will will subscribe to my page and pay like $20 to subscribe. 
they won't buy anything. And then they go and talk shit like, oh, all your content's the same as Instagram. But it's like, okay, you didn't even want to pay anything once you got inside. Right, when right. you know what time it is, then get the fuck on. Yeah. You know, I don't even need subscribers like that. They but wanted I, more free stuff. Yeah, they wanted right. more free stuff. But the reason I bring, even bring that up is to say that it's, it's completely different content. It's completely different content. Okay. Like this is... Yeah, it's like, if you want to see me in lingerie... If somebody talks... There but, I am on OnlyFans. What do you mean they, they chat to you? Like, what do you mean? Like, they talk with you? I can chat with... I do chat with all of my subscribers. So basically, I cannot answer all my DMs on Instagram, right, on Facebook, right. on Twitter, on it. It's like SoundCloud, a premium. On, it's a premium. Right. So if gotcha. you want to talk... And I tell people sometimes on my Instagram... Hey, I can't, I can't, I'll, I'll, I'll write back to people when they send me nice things. I'll give sure. them, you know, oh, thank you so much. But if they keep talking to me or specifically if they're only talking about my looks, yeah. then I say, hey, you know what? I'm having a good time chatting with you, but you need it. Um, if you want to continue this conversation, you can subscribe to my OnlyFans because I don't have time to talk with everybody on Instagram. And some people, oh, you don't want to talk to your friends? Like, fuck off. Okay, fuck off. <laughs> I'm not even good. We all know what that means. Right, I don't right. have time to me- right. answer everybody's messages. If you're going to make a big deal about that, fuck off. I don't care, you know? So basically I, I chat with people every single day and um, wow. that's just part of my routine now. And now it's part of the brand that uh-huh. circulates money and it's a, uh, what do they call it? What's that? What's that income? It's a uh, passive income, right? Because yeah. it's a, it's a business that makes money even while you, you know, it's just constantly making money. Right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't think. I, I really do feel like you kind of ushered in because the people that I've seen talking about doing it now, for sure, there's some of those people that I know for a fact were like, fuck that, that's fucking whack, blah, blah, blah. And now they're talking about their own thing, right? Yeah. And then there's people that are like trying to innovate with it and like do one of the things we were talking about. I don't know if you have you looked into what is it, non fungible? No, I don't know. What that okay, is. so have you looked into Bitcoin at all? Have you gone yeah. down that route? Okay, so I just started looking into it but so there's this new digital thing it's a digital stamp almost basically where and this i was thinking about how this will help people in OnlyFans, especially if people try to raid the OnlyFans and then like put shit up online or like release all your shit that's on there there's now going to be the ability for you to put a certain amount of information in each picture where you can take it off the internet at any time from your home like no one can reduplicate it. It just, it's not duplicatable. And so this is kind of, I see it as the future of, it's going to be the future of art. For instance, it's already, there's already an, uh, a marketplace where you can go buy digital art. The first time I saw it was through mm. two minutes, right? And he showed it to me. And honestly, dude, I thought it was, I was like, what the fuck? This is stupid. What is this? And it's basically, he showed me what he was showing me. His piece of art was like a baseball card that was digital. And he's like, yeah, this is a baseball card. It's worth. And I'm like, how do you make money off of that? As I researched it, I was like, oh, shit, this is innovative. What it is, is the artist who made it, say I buy it from them. Uh, Here's $300 for a piece of digital art that's one of a kind. It can never be duplicated. You give it to me. And it's your piece, right? He had bought it from you. You get paid 10% every time he sells it. There's a digital wallet that's connected to you. Every time that piece of art moves around the internet, people share it, whatever, you're getting paid for that. And I saw that as like, whoa, that's the future, yeah. especially for people like you who your content, that it's valuable to you. Every piece is valuable to you. So if people are just taking it and ripping it and reproducing it and making it, changing the colors and like all the stuff you're working very specifically to do. 
I could see this as one of those things that will probably block that in the future. Yeah. But it's definitely something you should look into. I just started looking into it for a lot of the stuff we do because I could see how the value overall goes up. Now you could do a one of a kind picture for OnlyFans that cannot be reproduced, cannot be copied. And, and then you can add more information. I heard Dead Mouse is going to do a series of art pieces where the music is, is embedded into the art piece and you can only get it there. That's cool. So as I'm starting to see all these people work, it's exciting because I'm just like, yeah. oh, this is a lot of people could use this for lots of different things. Mm -hmm. But for the best part, I think it's like the artist is finally going to find a way to get back, like making digital art. Yeah. Like you do, right? You're mm -hmm. constantly making digital art, but you're also in the fashion world. Your fashion line has exploded. Yeah. I mean, it's, we've run into like complete strangers that are like, Sator we're Satori mob. Oh, and we're shit. like, Oh shit. Like, that's cool. Yeah. And then it's overseas. I see people yeah. overseas in Europe repping Satori mob. Talk about the brand. Where is it at? What's next for it? So the brand, yeah, it's like really like taken off. My mm -hmm. brand is four years old now, the Satori mob. And I mean, it's just crazy. We're shipping all over the United States, all over the world, every continent except for Antarctica. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's just wild. Like my, you can't see it, but well, there's some boxes right there, but there's a bunch of merch yeah. in here. We have the closets, we have huge closets in here and they're all just filled with the stuff that we keep just flipping and it, it goes and then we make more. And then I, you know, I'm, I'm experimenting more with accessories. I just dropped my first ashtray. I dropped yeah. coffee mugs, a travel mug, keychains. Um, these are my new eyelashes. Wow. This is my new tracksuit. Um, um, oh, it has your, it has your brand on it, right? Yeah. yeah that's dope. So I'm, I'm just doing a lot with the brand. You know, I, I am, Right now, I am in the middle of kind of. I'm 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 gonna do a kind of a, a change to my brand pretty soon that I don't really want to talk about because it's not really ready yet. Is it extreme? It's not extreme, yeah. and I don't know that everyone's gonna even notice it. Um, if I do it smooth enough, they won't. Gotcha. You know, but I just have decided to take another approach with my brand. That you will see sometime this year for sure. But I'm just evolving. The brand is evolving. You know, I'm the the creative director of everything. Absolutely. You know, right. so my vision is just evolving and expanding. And then the clothing line is like another thing that is not just a means of making money for me. It's also an artistic expression mm -hmm. and it's something that I really enjoy doing. And it's something that I'm not just doing to make money, even though I do make a lot of money on it, but it's, it's, I guess with everything I, with most things that I put out, it's really all an expression of art from myself, you know? And sure. I feel like my brand really has like a certain look now and a certain style. I and feel yeah, and a feel, and I just, I guess what I'm going to be doing more in a nutshell is making people feel more when they look mm. at my stuff. You know, instead of it just looking cool, it's going to make people feel more. And that's initially what I had planned to do with the brand, but I kind of just didn't really understand what that even meant when I decided that that's what I wanted to do with it, you mm. know? So, yeah, my, but that's my brand intriguing. Is, 
yeah, it's going really good. My brand is going really good. And I'm, I'm really proud of me and my team and my supporters too. My fans like this is some of the best in, in the game. Like your supporters have really <laughs> rode for you for years, for years. Yeah. Like that's why, you know, yeah, sometimes people piss me off, but in general, I have so much support and love around my name and my movement and just everything that I'm doing, you know, at the end of the day, I already have my fucking hardcore fan base that is never going to turn on me. Right, you know, like right. I could do whatever the fuck I want. And they go and to war for you. They too. go to war for me, yeah. you know, and that's really cool because not every artist has fan, a fan base like that. And also not every artist is doing what they're doing publicly by being themselves who they really are. You know, mm. I'm really myself through and through online. Right. And I don't show every part of myself, but the parts that I do show of myself are definitely parts that really do exist in me. Yeah. And it's just cool. It just, it's just such a blessing getting to, to be who I am. Hey guys, just taking a quick break from the show to give you some important information. Platformcollection.com. Go there, support the artists we support. We've been doing this for quite some time now and have amassed a ton of content, videos, music, exclusives, podcasts all over our platformcollection.com. We go back for a while. I'm talking three, four hundred episodes of Crappy Awesome alone. Uh, so you guys can go there. You guys can find amazing stuff. Sit back, listen, put on your headphones, watch it in video and just take in some really great artistry. Independent artists is where we're at. It's what we love. That's what we do. We follow independent art, bring it to you, and we think we've amassed a lot of the hardest working artists in the game right at platformcollection.com. So go there. And last but not least, make sure you guys go over to Tumex TV. It's another project that we have. Tumex, legendary underground hip-hop artists. Subscribe. Turn on the alerts so you can see when we go live. We go there live weekly. So uh, go there, support Tumex TV, Platform Collection. It's a good thing, man. You like the show, right? I like the show, too. Let's get back to it, yeah? Yeah, I mean, most of the people that like my music speak English at least somewhat. Sure. But there is some people at my shows in other countries that, that only speak don't the language speak of the country. Yeah. Right. And they tell me, Reverie, I love your music. I don't even speak English. I just, you just make me feel so like pumped up and, mm. and you just, you're so inspiring. And I like when you talk shit and oh, I'm just like, oh shit, that's so cool. Like, you know, and, um, I guess it's just my confidence. I guess it's just, it's just how I represent myself. You know, like I feel like I empower a lot of people. A lot of people tell me that I make them feel empowered, yep. which is really cool. Um, cause I know how people that make me feel empowered to make me feel so to know that I'm doing that for other people it's really an amazing feeling you know when was the last time um in a good way like fans made you cry when was the last time that happened because I know it's happened mm. where you were just so touched by like man this person holy shit man I mean honestly even just thinking about it right now I'll get a little bit emotional yeah. because honestly that 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 happens frequently happens frequently like i'm not like breaking down crying you know but yeah. i'll my eyes will tear up at the messages that people send me yeah like people are always since i started making music 10 years ago they always tell me like oh your music i was gonna commit suicide and i heard mm -hmm. your music and i mm -hmm. didn't do it or your music helped me get clean from an addiction your music helped me live in an abusive relationship your music helped me forgive my parents 
Like all these crazy life-changing things. People tell me my music and me does that for them, you know? And just knowing that, that it's like really uh, the best feeling you could ever get from life. Or yeah. I guess I'll only speak for myself. It's probably the best feeling I have ever gotten in my life is when people tell me that my music saved them mm. in those serious situations, yeah. you know? Because those are like... Situations that you could pivotal. relate to yourself. Yes, yeah. exactly. Situations that I have been in um, and will always be in. All of us are going to... Every life is, a, life is a roller coaster, you know? You get over one problem and then the next starts, you know? And, and so it's just a cycle of all these things that I've gone through and... And um, it's really, really cool connecting with people all around the world, all around the world. It's really crazy. And it is really crazy when people don't understand my language. That's insane because, you know, it's proof that they're connecting to something deeper than just what you're putting on screen, what you're yeah. like, It's all of it. It's yeah. the energy. It's not just the music. Mm -hmm. It's me. It's me. You know, it's the music and me. So it's really cool. Um. Are you going to, is there any talk yet right now of when you are back out there with your fans? Like, is there, is there a timeline? We're in, what, it, it, today for full transparency, it's February 27th. Yeah. Um, we're in a time right now, we're in Los Angeles. That's, I mean, we're from San Diego. Most of the team and platform collection, LA's locked down. <laughs> Yeah. LA is locked down, down in a real big way. Um, it was hard to find places just to go eat or use the restroom or anything. Um, when do you think your audience is going to be able to see you again in, in person? Is that is it even close yet? Have you guys been, begun to talk about it as a team? Where are you at? There's absolutely no timeline that yeah. I want to give out at all. Yeah. And and I'll just be honest, there's app have been absolutely no thoughts of me going on the road gotcha. anytime soon. Um, and that's not because I don't want to, of course, that's course. because the past few times that I tried to do something, it got canceled. Yeah. And here I am. I pumped all this shit up and sold all these tickets, then had to reschedule and then the same shit happened again. And then I ran this reschedule and I'm just, I just don't want to even deal with that. It's not that I don't want to go back on the road because I would do a tour tomorrow if I could, right, you know? Right. So, but it's just that it's not worth it in my life right now to plan something that might not work out. Because some artists, when they go on, on to a show, let's say if an artist does a show in LA, they just show up and that's it, you know? And that's cool, right. but that's not where I'm in my career. Right. My love of my career now is when I have a show in Los Angeles. The whole day is dedicated to show. I have to do my get my makeup done. I have to get my hair done. I have to go a few days before to get the outfit uh, from a designer, or else I have to pay somebody to go buy my outfit for me because I don't have the time. Yeah. Then I have to practice with my DJ with DJ Lala for however long that is. We need to make up. When I get back on the road, I'm about to do a sick ass set. Yeah. It's not gonna be like how we used to perform. You know, it's gonna be it has to be a super upgrade. Because my career has elevated since the last time I was on the road. Yeah. You know, and then I have to pay for my security guards. Then I have to um, pay camera the fucking... Camera people. Yeah, the that, camera yeah. people, the photographer, encrypt to take the photos, the person who's going to do my merge. Um, and I have to make the guest list. And, I have to, there's, and that's just like the things I could think of off top. Yeah. It's a serious thing when I have a show now. It's yeah. not just let me strap on my Nikes and some sweats and go do this open mic real quick. Right, You right. know, so I do not have the time 
to throw away to do that if it might, if it not, might happen. not happen. Right. That's just what it is, you know. And when it when it's when it's time, I will gladly do that, you know. But I cannot dedicate hours and days to something that might not happen because I just don't have time. I okay. don't have that time right now. Is there? Um, I'm just wondering. I'm just spitballing right now because I want to know if there is there. I've seen people innovate. We're we're actually talking to some companies. I'll talk to you after about it. But they we're talking about companies of people really innovating on how to bring back a live feeling in this weird way, right? Um, is there? Have you looked into any of that yet? Have you looked into? Because I know we talked before, when we the first time we talked with COVID, you're like, I'm not doing the streaming concerts. I don't like it. Blah blah blah. <laughs> have you seen now that there are people that are starting to innovate in that world? Where it's starting to look a lot better, and it seems like the audience is starting to. I've tuned in a few of them, and it seems like the audience is like really like. It, oh, it almost feels like they're there. Are you are you like snooping around in that area a little bit? Are you thinking about it? Like maybe if I did something really big or something really. Honestly, worth it? no, no. Like I'm not into the live yeah, stream yeah. shows. I'm totally. Honestly, I, I don't, I haven't seen any good ones. Yeah. And I've seen a lot of people do everyone's Oh, you got to check out this one. Oh no, hell no. That shit's whack. Like I haven't seen it. You maybe you could show me who you're talking about. Sure. Um, sure. because all the ones that I've seen, even like fucking like rappers up at the top, mm-hmm. like I, I don't want to say anybody's names cause I want to be rude, but I seen rappers like major label rappers doing the live stream and it's, and just, it's not translating. No, it's yeah. just horrible. And, and I just. Honestly, like, I'm not, I just don't want to, it sounds so stupid and dramatic, but I don't want to be remembered like that with those right. kind of fucking live streams. Yeah. And like, I mean, I'm not tripping, I'm not tripping on the money either. You know, I gotcha. don't have to do something I don't like at all. Right. You know, like, I don't, I only need to do what I want and what I think is good for my brand. And right now I'd rather put the time into um, finishing up my album because yeah. that's the other thing. If I do a live stream show, it is not going to be just me up there on the stage right. with a mic right. like I've seen. And that's you know? what I'm saying. So no, it if would you be see like the technology in that area. Because for instance, I can throw one out. So we got approached by a company that want they're promoters, right? And they made a very early shift. We didn't. I mean, we didn't go with this, but it did inspire me. I was like, mm, they they might have something there. They're what they did is they immediately put money into these domes. Mm-hmm. And it's basically a dome that projects 360 image all the way around top, bottom. So you could bring someone into like the street with you or you could bring them into the clouds with you. Or And the way they were pitching it is like the stage in the middle, 360. It's very limited. So it would be more of a premium show, right? Super fans and whatnot. But it was really interesting. And I was like, mm, okay, I, I, we're weird. We haven't bought in yet to like, I don't like the wrapping in front of the camera. I don't like that. We, I don't think it works. I think it kind of damages the art. But when I saw this, I was like, oh, they might be on. In fact, you know what was a cool thing is in the room, it's 360, right? They can, uh, they can make wind happen. They, they can put aroma in the air. And they were talking about like how some artists were like, you could literally script almost a play. Yeah. You know, it's interesting though. That's what I'm saying. I was just wondering if you guys had, started to see any of that technology out here yet no but we've only seen a couple companies so far it's funny you bring that up though because my album is almost done yeah you know and and then i was thinking about i was just having all these crazy ideas basically Mm -hmm. and then um i was thinking about some 
something I could do for my album release. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I won't say what that is mm-hmm. because I don't give away my ideas, but sure. more importantly, in case I don't do it. Got you. But right. I, was, I was like thinking, I just like got these cool ideas about something I could do that I haven't seen. Yeah. That I haven't seen. And that would make me like... M- more excited about doing it. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking about it. But also, like I said, it, it, it's, I told you how it is on a show day in L.A. Yeah. The same thing with the fucking live stream. If right. I do some live stream shit like that, like I'm going to have to plan the shit out for weeks. Oh, yeah. And I already know myself. Oh, yeah. I don't know if that's a good idea right now. Gotcha. I don't know if that's a good idea now. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Um, are you manageable? Am are I you manageable? manageable? Yeah. Are you, are you someone who could sign to a manager? And give up a lot of the control. Is, that, is it something you even need? It doesn't seem like you need it. But is it something that you think about like, yeah, I do kind of want to get some of this stuff off my plate to somebody who controls it 100% of the time. You know what I mean? Is that something that would ever interest you? There is definitely certain areas of my businesses and my career that I would potentially like more help on yeah and i have been growing my team yeah and i have added a couple more people recently to my team and i need to add a couple more people because mm-hmm. everything is like getting out of control i bet you know it's growing everything is growing and growing and growing and it's just hard to keep up with it's not to completely benefit from it. it's not it's not you can't keep up with it because you can't do it right you want to do more. I want to do more. Right. Yeah. Right. I want to do more. And every year I'm doing more. And um, I definitely am not against people helping me. Mm. Like when people ask me those questions, oh, are you looking for a manager? Are you looking for mm-hmm. this? To me, that just translates into, would you take the risk in letting somebody have a piece of your pie? Right. So that you can make a better fucking cake. Yep. And to me, the answer is hell fucking yes. Gotcha. If the right people come along mm-hmm. into my life and are making my business run smoother, I'm for sure going to keep right. those people or around. Or they give you the tools to do the mm-hmm. things that might be a little out of reach right now. Yes. Right. Yeah. And I have that no problem admitting that. I know some people are like, oh, I want to do it all myself. I don't trust anybody. Fuck everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, that's cool. You know, if that's how you want to live your life, that's definitely not how I choose. Not how I choose to live my life. Like, right. I don't walk around Seems like very that. Hard like, yeah, like, like I'm not a person that walks around thinking to myself, like, oh, the world is evil. Everyone's out for themselves. Blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm not one of those people. I'm one of those people that's like, I know the shitty people in the world, but I know I'm a great person. And I know that as long as I keep elevating myself and taking care of myself and being honest about who I am and what I want out of life, then I'm going to keep attracting great people into my life, that's you right. know? And that's just been something that I've been really practicing the last few years. And everything is moving, you know? Everything is just moving. It's really crazy. It's really crazy when I think about where we were 10 years ago, you know? I know. Like, um, you know, I was on the bus. I was right. on the bus, getting paid minimum wage at the mall. I was slaying drugs. I was strung out on drugs, you know, I was, I was sharing a bunk bed, you know, I was, you know, my life has really, really changed to how it was 10 years ago and even more to how it was when I was like a kid, you know, it's, uh, we're in the fucking, uh, this is my new penthouse right. where we are right. right now, you know, and with my brother and with DJ Lala and it's just crazy, like, um, reflecting on, on the progression 
you know, and I don't really reflect that much on the progression because I'm like a person that's always striving for more, mm -hmm. you know, um, which is a good thing and a bad thing, but it's good for me to have conversations like this so I can just reflect on what I'm doing. You know, like earlier I went to go, um, my homegirl, um, Vases to Vases, she she has a, a floral exhibit I right saw now. that on your story, yeah. Yeah, beautiful. so I went mm -hmm. to go um, show support and, and then when I was there, I was like, oh, I'm so proud of you, like, you know, and then she was like, girl, I'm so proud of you, like, look what you're doing. I'm like, oh, shit, I forgot I'm doing all those things. Like, <laughs> you know, like I'm, I, I'm, I'm always focused on the next thing, the next thing, and, and it's just a... Uh, yeah, it's just crazy. Anyways, point being, it's just crazy to see the the progress. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's I think it's super important that you you are at least allowed. That's why I, that's why I ask. I always want. I wonder like, is there people that are allowing? Make sure that I think it's important that the people around you allow you to smell the roses as often as possible. Because fuck, man, if anything, this last year has shown like this shit can flip in a second, and yeah. people can be gone, and and that regret is you know not something I you wish upon anybody, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? But I think, um, man, I think you're fucking killing it, man. Thank I'm, you. I'm always happy to talk to you. You're always inspiring after. I feel like I'm floating a little bit after all the time because <laughs> I'm cool. like, fuck yeah, like yeah. go get that shit, right? Yeah. And um, I just want to say for sure, for people who are listening, if you, a lot of Reverie story is that on Crappy Awesome. There's, we've, if we've, We've been, we've had the fortunate thing, and I appreciate that, by the way. I know you don't have to do this. You, there's nothing about this that you have to do, and you always have looked out. You've always have sat down with us and given us some time, and I appreciate that. I love you for that. It's undeniably helped us, undeniably. Good. I'm glad to hear that. I and, love you guys, too. I appreciate you documenting my journey. You know, it's been yeah. it's cool. Yeah, and I think if you're, if you are listening to this on Spotify or wherever, podcasts are found you can always go back watch the video the video is on youtube on instagram but you can also go back all the way to the very very beginnings we have literally reveries first podcast interviews are on there um and you can <laughs> see the growth yeah you can see every step of the way she checked in with us at every level and i hope you continue to do that definitely um, thank you so much for being on the show yes thank you for having me it's always awesome and uh your place is awesome thank you let's do some shots Okay, All let's right. do it. <laughs> we'll see you guys uh, next time. PlatformCollection.com. Go there. Support what we support. That's how you can support us. Um, and thank you guys so much for, for supporting the show. It's been amazing. We'll see you guys uh, next time.